Welcome to the program. I'm your host, Kevin Rutherford. The website is letstruck.com. The show is all about the business of trucking. If you've got questions about trucks, money, fuel mileage, maintenance, tires, taxes, technology, getting started as an owner-operator, finding freight, working with brokers, you name it, we'll talk about it here on the air. If it has anything at all to do with trucking, business, money, we'll tackle it. All you have to do is pick up the phone and join us. I'm going to get to those calls in just a couple minutes. Um, I was reading this morning uh, a company in Florida that was doing a lot of licensing and permits, and they were filing 2290 heavy vehicle use tax. By the way, uh, if you didn't file yours, you're late. Go do it. Uh, it was due the last day of, well, actually the uh, 2nd of September. Um, this company had been filing 2290 forms, I guess, for a couple years. And the problem is they weren't paying the money to the IRS. The company actually had a fake IRS stamp. They were collecting the $550 from the owner-operator, stamping the form with a fake stamp, and keeping the cash. And they kept over a quarter of a million dollars. Well, the owner of the company, the woman I believe is going to jail, hopefully. Um, Unfortunately, though, that is a lot of owner-operators who will now have to pay the $550 again to the IRS and interest and penalties. Be very, very careful who you do business with. And, you know, it. I don't know how this happened. If she was giving stamped copies right there in the office, if she was, that should have been a big clue. Or if she was mailing them out later, but even then, if it didn't come from the IRS. So be very, very careful who you do business with, especially when it comes to um, money, the IRS, taxes, anything like that. You have to be very, very careful uh, because ultimately, like I say, the owner operators will be responsible for this. So If you want to read the article, I put it up on my Facebook page. You can check that out. And uh, we're going to get to some phone calls. Let's get started today in Oklahoma. John, welcome to the program. Hey, Kevin. Thanks for taking my call. That's something else about that IRS thing. But anyway, I'll check it out, see if I paid mine through there or not. Um, First off, I do some recruiting for my company. And... uh, uh, they're putting my my bonuses on my 1099. Is that correct? That is that that is all taxable okay. money. Yeah, and they're still they're even as a recruiter, they're considering you an independent contractor because you're out doing it on your own, and you know they're not telling okay. you how to do it or providing you with any equipment. So this is correct, and it, it's I like the fact that they just put it all on one. It's easier. Yeah, it is, but now my question is, can I take off my expenses that I use for that? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, if okay, any, so like anything... if I take a driver to dinner for something or something like that? Yeah, let me 
are, you know that well let me you asked a specific question about meals and this can get very confusing and and here's the problem with meals okay. we, we face this as a company as well and i can't get a clear answer on this so the irs says you have to either use your per diem allowance for meals or you have to use real receipts but you can't use both in the same year. Well, that creates a problem oh. because what do we do in a case like this? Because your per diem is clearly deductible for the night you're away, but if you take a customer or, or a potential owner-operator that you're recruiting, if you take them to dinner, that should be deductible as well. Now, the, the, it should be deductible at 50% instead of 80 but... Based on the the IRS rules, it gets very confusing. Now, what we've been doing is telling people, yes, take the 50% of that meal and add it to your per diem amount. And we'll have to figure out how to defend it if the IRS ever questions it. Uh, But, you know, we're kind of dealing with the same thing. We're bringing our whole team in right now. And normally we just use per diem for our meals. But we're, you know, we've got a couple houses where everybody's going to be staying, so we bought a bunch of food and we'll be cooking. And, you know, it, it it's hard to figure out how we're supposed to deduct those because we use per diem as well. But we're just going to add it in and deal with it later. Okay. All right. Another thing, on the weekend show, I believe you said, uh, uh, I believe you said something about, uh, um, like, uh, a set. Or a 401k is better than a SEP. Is that correct? Yeah. The the biggest reason being that the SEP and the individual 401k are very similar, almost identical. The only difference is that in an individual 401k, as long as we set it up with the right company, we get to choose if we want our contributions to be pre-tax or after-tax. And we get to mix and match any way we want. And that's a pretty nice tool, whereas in the SEP, they are always pre-tax. So we don't have any choice. So I, I'd rather have the individual 401k where I get to choose how my contributions get taxed. Yeah. So in other words, if I, if I pay the tax now, like in a Roth, I guess. Yes. I don't pay the tax when I take it out, right? Correct. And, and I don't think people understand how powerful that is because... It makes it sound like, well, I could pay the tax now or I could pay it later, and I'd rather pay it later. But that that's not the whole story. Um, let me just try to use some simple numbers. Let's say we put $1,000 in a retirement account, and that's all we ever do. We don't add any more money. We just put it in one time. And if we put it in a traditional, like a SEP, um, we would contribute the $1,000, and we would get to take that amount off of our taxable income before we paid tax. So we would save roughly $150 in tax for our $1,000 contribution. But that $1,000, let's say by the time we retire, it grows to $4,000. And that's certainly possible. Um, At the end, though, we would take the 4000 out and we would have to pay tax on all of it because we haven't paid any tax yet. So we had the contribution that we didn't pay tax on and we had the growth all those years that we didn't pay tax on. But now 
the IRS is knocking and they want their money. They want the money on all $4,000. But if we put $1,000, so if, if we're still in the 15% tax bracket when we retire, now instead of owing $150 in tax, we'll owe 600 in tax. But if we put it in okay. like a yeah. Roth, we put $1,000 in like a Roth, we wouldn't get any tax break. So we're basically paying our $150 in tax on that money now, but it grows to 4000 and at the end, when we take it out, we owe zero tax. So it's not just a matter of now okay. or later. It's actually how much are we going to pay, and in a Roth, we'll pay significantly less. Okay, now is that, I know nothing's probably guaranteed through the IRS, but is that, can they change them rules later on down the line? They, everybody worries about I mean, this, and, and, you know, it's the government. They could do anything, but I can't imagine the mutiny that would happen if tens of th- hundreds of thousands, maybe even millions of people who have contributed to Roth, Roths over the last 30 years since they've been around, and, and maybe another 30, I can't imagine that the IRS could ever go after that money without people storming Washington. I mean, that would be, yeah, I can't imagine them doing that. Okay. All right, then. Well, yeah, I I see it in that. see your view now there. Yeah, they would. That would be bad. Okay, well, thanks for taking my call. Have a good day and, and everything else. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks for the call. Now, what I could see them doing, they could certainly phase out the Roth rules and not allow you to use them going forward. I don't see that happening either. Um, because the IRS, you know, if you do a Roth, they get their money now. I think the government's fairly short-sighted, so I, I don't see them. But if they were to phase it out, they would have to grandfather all the accounts that people have already contributed to. Let's, uh, I'm heading into the break, so stick around, and we'll get to more of your calls and more stuff right after the break. Check us out on the web. You can find us at letstruck.com. You can also follow us on Facebook. Look for Let's Truck. That's our company page or my personal page. And you can follow us on Twitter. It's Kevin on XM. We're going to get to a break and then we'll be right back to get to more of your calls. You're on the road, dog. Sirius XM 146. I'm Kevin Rothenberg. 